Ashley. Hey, man, what's going on? I have created something truly extraordinary. Oh, shit, for real? What's that? It's called a podcast. Um, Vern, that has already been invented. Yeah, but our show, Cinema Recall, we're going to talk about movies. Oh, okay. You like box office blockbusters? Yeah. Foreign independent films? Gotcha. Musicals and animation? Yeah, lots of people do that. S-rated adult flicks? Ew, Vern, no. What makes Cinema Recall different from the rest? Well, we'll be offering great content with a wide variety of guests on both our podcast platforms and YouTube as well. Variety. Like, it covers many different genres of film? Exactly. We want to be the show for fans of cult features like Howard the Duck, to be friends with fans of big blockbusters like Spider-Man No Way Home. I still feel like so many other shows do that format. Yeah, but I have two very attractive and good-looking hosts. Fern, it won't matter if they're listening. Maybe they'll enjoy the banter we have with each other and special guests. We can even make a show that includes all lovers of cinema. From art house gems? And raunchy comedies. I like it. A show that celebrates all forms of entertainment. Cinema Recall is available everywhere you find great podcasts. What the hell was that? It's our voice promo guy. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram under Cinema Recall Podcast and on Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. Vern, can we afford to have a voiceover guy? We can't afford not to. He used to be a voice guy for movie trailers, but now he just follows me around and gives me movie trailer narration. That's really sad. What? Now nah, we're giving him purpose in life. He now has a reason to go on. <laughs> Check out past episodes at cinemarecall.net. Promise it's fun! In a time of fear and suspicion, you choose to admit your crimes before man and God? His coming was foretold. Now, he is here. You know the signs. You are bewitched. He has the face of an angel. Channel me a spirit. The charm of the devil. Hear me when I say he's evil. Evil absolute. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey, kids. This week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we're discussing the horror (laughs) classic Warlock, starring Julian Sands, Richard E. Grant, and Laurie Singer, who I had not seen since Footloose. So that was shocking to me. Each week. I've seen Footloose, so it's not so shocking to me. What is your problem? Very upsetting. I was too mature. I was too mature. Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics of the past, present, and any frankly any old time will do. Perhaps with a we don't giza. We don't giza. So there you have it, Aaron. How are you doing? Uh, we we're just discussing Julian Sands because every time we sit down to record, we have to check his latest. Yeah. One month missing. Poor Julian Sands. I was going to rewatch uh, Impromptu or. I don't know, boxing. Arachnophobia. <laughs> boxing room with Elena. a view. It went from like Masterpiece Theater, Room with a View, and um 
impromptu, which I saw on PBS, to like a left turn, and it became Warlock and Boxing Helena. That'll do it every time. I mean, and hopefully they're, they're rocking some Andy's soccer team lost near Mount Baldy. They're rocking that situation now. Are you talking about alive cannibalism? Is that what you're yeah, suggesting? Yeah. This is a real thing, by the way. Julian Sands, hopefully, if you're listening to this right now, Julian is safe at home, happy as a clam, with an interesting story to tell. And, and this nothing... is all just a fraud, is that it, to, to boost his career? Because he's sitting there going, that son of a bitch, Harrison Ford, is 103. He's as old as Methuselah, and yet again, started another Indiana Jones. And what do I get? I don't think they're up for the same Send roles. Me a spirit Aaron. Message, Julian. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Julian Sands and Harrison Ford are fighting over the same scripts, if I had to guess. But who's to say? Who's to Good. say? Now we were also talking about uh, you know, Anne Rice, the famous novelist, like how she has multiple TV shows based upon her works out and about these days r.i.p and i was saying that i mean i i read i don't know interview where i started reading queen of the dam but really there was always like kind of a pedo background that never sat right with me i don't care that everybody's gay i did i just didn't like there's always some kind of child process there was always something uh slightly unsavory See, well, that's the thing with with the vampire stuff. You have that stuff going down. But with the witches, like the witching hour books, it's all incest. It's like V.C. Andrews or something. And people just kind of go like, whatever. And that's I my uncle. V.C. Andrews all the time, but I've never read the book because uh, uh, our sisters were all into that. What's it about? OK, enough. It's enough for me. Incest. Are you down with incest? Is basically the story. I won't even date anyone who has a name that could even closely resemble any of my brothers or my father. I mean, that's good. That's just a good. That's a good way to be. Bother me to date someone with my own name. That would be kind of interesting. But how about that? That that is also perverse and strange. But whatever, whatever floats your boat. Sweet but Jesus. there are a freakish amount of Kevins and Patricks, still a popular name, and Brian. All you guys' yep. names are still quite popular today. I sent you some crazy TikTok of, uh, about men named Kevin in Ireland or something. There's a lot of them. And actually, my full name is common in Ireland as well. Like, if you go, you can track down people who have my full name. So do what it. What the hell Just is your full fun. name? Kevin Michael? Kevin Michael. That's it. Good times. Uh, Patrick Morgan. Tara's the only wild card with Tara Marie. She's a wild card. Colleen. And then Aaron Denise. Nothing awesome about my middle name. Brianna Nora. Nora. She dropped the Nora when she got married. You know that. What do you mean? Like it's not on her? Not anymore. When she changed her name, she's Brianna Doherty Chester. No Nora. Oh, that's interesting. No one outside of our family knows anything about this. Aaron, give us your 30 second synopsis. It's all about of... two syllables and vaguely Irish. That's all you need. Vaguely, to know. Uh, vaguely, exactly. What's the warlock about, for God's sakes? Well, a warlock is a male witch. So it's about that. It's about that. It's about time traveling. It's about drinking a nice warm cup of uh, unbaptized baby grease. It is about oh uh, aging and ageism in Hollywood. 
Yep. It is about uh, Julian Sands getting his ass kicked by somebody who always makes me think of somebody else. Because I'm like, well, wasn't he in that movie? No. It's the guy who kind of looks like the guy who's in all the stuff. Um, and then in the end, you know, good wins over evil and the poor girl doesn't have to be 40 anymore. Or 60 <laughs> or 80 or whatever the hell she was. Or, or whatever, the, whatever the case may be. It, it's now, more it, it's more comedy than drama. They were not playing this straight. There's just no, there's just no way. No, well... It's hard to know what their what their motivations were. Do you to remember me, when it was just comedy? I, I, I don't see comedy. I don't see comedy. Really? I well and, and that's what I'm saying. I called it a horror movie. This is not a horror movie. They I don't know what this to, genre is. Before they crossed time, they were gonna burn him to death over yes. a basket of living cats. I yes. don't even know what that is. I assume once you set fire to the cats, they're no longer living. But but that was one of the things they were going to do. And somehow, by using thumb and toe screws, yep. uh, or the Chinese finger trap, I guess, that's how you can capture a warlock. That's it. Doesn't seem like an easy thing to do, to be honest, it, considering warlocks have powers and spells and shit. But somehow they caught him. They somehow caught they caught him. Do you remember and, and when you saw this? A 40-year-old woman managed to, to almost capture him and, and broke her spell. That was so ridiculous. All that <laughs> stuff is ridiculous. Oh, for sure, this is a rental. Uh, especially, like, in the 90s. We used to have a friend who was in, like, the Air, uh, the Navy Reserves. So, yep. And it was, like, out of Alameda, and he lived in Santa Cruz. So he would come over on like Friday night and spend the weekend and we would go to the blockbuster and we would rent like three movies based solely on the titles. Then we get some King Cobra malt liquor and get bit by the Cobra. (laughs) And we would just drink beer and watch, uh, what is it? Henry portrait of a silly serial killer or whatever. crap. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at, at some point, you have watched everything. There was only yes. like four new releases, and two hundred people would have already had that reserved. You don't even know young people streaming. What what an insane thought! What an insane thought! I, I there's would spend no doubt like an hour walking up and down the aisles, going, uh, uh, I already saw that. Uh. There, there's definitely truth to that. I definitely saw this in the theater. And in fact, for a period of time, I feel like this was definitely in in my zeitgeist. I think I was very much a Warlock fan, but I swear to God, I have not seen it for 30 years. I mean, it doesn't suffer as much as Highlander because I don't think in my mind this was as great as Highlander. So the the reality was not so crushing. (laughs) But I thought it was still kind of enjoyable. It was fun. But, but I, I was always in love with Julian Sands, so here's a, a, another chance. And I, I, normally I don't like the blondes, but uh, I don't know. He's kind of an awkward-looking gentleman, I have to be honest. He has you, you good think eyes. A... Like, when he looks at you, it's kind of it's kind of hot. I don't know. He's no okay. Malkovich. Oh, he's Jesus. He's not a walk-in. He's not a Malkovich. <laughs> do, do you hear Where the names like, that you're saying? <laughs> do you hear the names that you're saying as if they are the names of handsome people 
Sweet Jesus. I'm just saying, these are people that are strange but attractive. He's much more mainstream. Okay. Whatever you say. Ask Sweet any woman Lord. who ever saw Dangerous Liaisons. Malkovich was both sexy and then you feel like you were going to have to take a shower afterward. Yet there was something very compelling. And the same with Walken. Walken in the dead zone. He was on the cover. I, I will kid you not. He was on the cover of Cosmopolitan Magazine, the thinking woman sex symbol, Christopher Walken, cover. It's like we're in Bizarro World, truly. He was quite handsome. He wasn't freaky like in, in The Deer Hunter. He was at his attractive peak in the dead zone. Plus, that was such like a vulnerable thing. You're like, Christopher Walken, I'll come and take care of you. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Sorry. <laughs> if you're listening, he was no like offense. an Edward Scissorhands when you you like you got to rush in there and like it's gonna be all right. Interesting. <laughs> Let's jump in. Is it interesting, Kevin? <laughs> I, only, only our audience knows for sure. Let's let's get started on on the highlights of Warlock. Your oh, first like day. I said, the first thing I wrote down was burn him over a basket of living cats. That's standard. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> that's the only way to truly be sure that you're going to uh, dispose of a warlock. I guess get, you get rid of the familiars too at the same time. But here's what I. Go ahead. But they're not living when you set them on fire. Do they stay alive in these special cats that generate their own heat? I don't know. Well, they don't instantly die either. They're they're hanging on for a few moments, if only. Why do they have to be kicking and screaming? And why won't a dead cat work? You also have to have a sacrifice. All right. (laughs) And then I wrote toe screws. Here's my question. This takes place in the 17th. 1700, Cent- excuse me, 17th 16th. century, the 1600s. 17th century, yes. Um, in Boston. Yes. And look, I, I don't know how people spoke back then, but I like, think it's gee. The crucible. You know, basically, you needed Winona with her great uh, rendition of the crucible. It's so about why, that level accent. She was the voice coast. Yeah, exactly. That must be it. Julian Sands has just an English accent, straight up. And right. Richard E. Grant is is like cultivating some kind of crazy Scottish accent Which for some he is reason. Not. He is not. The actor is is English, but he's doing a Scottish accent to play somebody, a witch hunter from New England. His so I don't know. from Swaziland. He's is that true? Swazi in Africa? Or something. Yeah. It's not called that anymore. It's not called that anymore, but it's it's a bizarre choice. I mean, I guess you just hire British actors and say, do whatever the hell you want. Is that kind of how it goes? That's I'm right. not sure. I'm not sure what a, a Boston accent would have sounded back then. I assume they would have just sounded British. It's not enough, I would think, for them to have their own accent. I mean, they hadn't been know. but in the 1600s. They really hadn't been there that long. So I assume you had whatever accent you rolled up on. Well, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis was in the movie version of The Crucible, and he was kind of sporting some kind of crazy American-ish accent. So They're just making shit up. They're Nobody just knows making what shit people... up. I mean, like I said, we hadn't been there that long. If it was a British colony, I expect to hear some British accents. But 
historically, uh, and we're just going off on a, on a tube, <laughs> would they <laughs> be speaking current British back then? Or would it be, I don't know, are they babbling like Chaucer? I don't know. Could be. Who's who can say? I guess let's not get hung well, up on this. There's probably people who can say. So he's been, <laughs> Julian Sand has been captured and he's in thumb screws and they're about to sacrifice him. But somehow he does some he's out of the chains and he casts a spell and he goes through well, time. If you notice, he was dressed like a ninja. So with no shoes on for, for no reason. Right? Like he was barefoot. Kwai Chang. This is like a sl- kind of a kung fu. Kwai Chang uh, came, which is not doesn't work, just roll off the tongue anyway. Snatch the papal from my hand, grass, grasshopper. Grasshopper. He just needs a, bam, a, a bamboo pole and then Satan. There the old go. bamboo? The um, bamboo. So I, I was confused. Okay, so he goes through time and witch hunter Richard E. Grant, like, goes after him and I guess also gets sucked through time. And now it's early 90s. Well, and well, they, they get sucked through time. Yes. And yet don't end up in the same state they left from across the country. Yeah. They moved to the other side of the country. What would have stopped them from landing in the middle of the Atlantic or the Pacific ocean? I guess that's the end of the movie. Or just dropped into a volcano. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, anything could happen. They they landed in like the suburbs of Los Angeles and not Boston. Well, I, I get, I think after the fact, we were told just because uh what was it the, the main girl is the roommate of this guy who i guess is an interior decorator i'm not sure what the situation was but they they're very much like oh by the way this guy's gay in case there's any doubt that's uh, i'm not a whore he's gay right this is not a it's a jack not a jack tripper situation or is it a jack tripper situation <laughs> Come it's on, what come Mr. Roper thinks the situation is supposed where's, to be. Where's exactly. Mr. Roper? Where's Mrs. Roper? <laughs> That's correct. So Julian Sands has gone forward into time, you know, 300 years, more than 300 years into the future, looking for the pages of the Grand Grimoire. Why they had to travel 300 years in the future to do this? Unclear. Why couldn't they go like a year in the future? Right. Why couldn't he just teleport out of the chains and he's still in 1691 or whatever it is? It's five minutes later. Five minutes later. There's no there's no explanation. So up it to this point. It's a time after time situation. It could have been. Up to this point, we are just told that he's an evil guy, that he's a witch, right? We don't know because it seemed like they were not, they were really uncool to him. We're not exactly sure what he did. They seem like brutes. I'm like, wh- why you got to mess with Julian Sands? He looks so pretty with his ponytail. Well, and the other, I mean, we take for granted that during the Salem witch trials, many of those people were not actually witches. Right. So, so we start off here. Maybe he's innocent until he calls father. Cast a spell. Cast a spell. The milk runs dry. And I don't know. The old bamboo. So what was shocking to me is that when Julian Sands reveals his true colors, the the, the dude is uh, the gay roommate is chopping lettuce or whatever the hell he's doing in the kitchen, and he has a crazy like scorpion ring, pinky ring, and just out of nowhere 
Julian Sands takes a butcher knife, chops the guy's finger off, pulls the ring off. No, it was it was building up. I knew exactly it was going to happen because he's like, oh, I'd let you try it on. But me, my, my knuckles are all busted up, so I can't get the ring off. And Julian Sands like, forget it. I'll help you with that. I knew <laughs> I'll get that, that coming off. When right, but again, your ring. If you're on the streets of, like, say, New Orleans in an alley late at night, and so as one says, does, as one does, drunk as a lord, and someone says that's a very nice ring. Hey, I'd let you try it on, but I can't get it off my finger. We're gonna hear. Gotta about go. You on the news. We're gonna hear about snip, you on the news, or maybe snip, not snip. In New Orleans. We don't. It'll just be uncovered, you know. And then he train. They find you. That's correct. <laughs> he he finishes off the roommate by what? He, he start, it looks like he's making out with him, but really he just goes in there and bites the guy's tongue off for no reason. And like I thought all it was the way back, that I'm like, no, but I'm not sure how you do that. You can't. Unless the roommate was, in fact, giving him the, the deep tongue. He'd have to. No, no, no. I mean, he was back to the root. Basically, he'd have to have like a jaw like alien or something where it'll like kind of extend out down the guy's throat. Yeah, it's. <laughs> he offered it up. They fought this... a little bit. He kind of gave in. Gave That's what it was. The tongue, slipped the tongue and Slip then the tongue. slipped it right off. <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> um, we in the, at this point, we meet the roommate, uh, Lori Singer, whose character's name I can't remember. But we're supposed to think she's a very typical. Los Angeles chick in the early nineties. And I have to say, I lived through these, these, this time period. And I never saw anyone dress the way she dresses. It really was rocking more of an eighties. It's really, really like an eighties hangover because her outfits did not that seem out of place. It looked you are like crazy. She was wearing some kind of silver hoodie. I don't know. Dude, is she from another planet? What is happening? It was a thing. It was a thing. Oh, I was get, I was like, okay, humble, okay. maybe. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, this is when I was living in the Bay Area. No, it seemed a thing. She had like the 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 overly puffy sweater, but it was also cropped. She had like a metallic skirt. It was an eighties hangover. She was not she was not dressed in nineties yet. It was an eighties hangover. This is crazy town. She was dressed. She was dressed like Daryl Hannah from half, Blade you Runner. You were half a fetus. You were half a fetus during ninety two. 92, I was a senior in high school. Thank you very much. I don't How remember dare you. anyone dressing like that in 92. That of course was, that was not. Like, it was it was super 80s, though. So, okay. I'll take your word for it. You lived it. <laughs> 92, 92 I, was, I was... God, two years later, I was birthed a baby. Well, because you were 75 years old, for God's sake. You son of a... I was a child, I'll have you know. So, okay, then there's a scene... I will argue with you that her haircut and her outfit looked really reminiscent of, like, 12 monkeys, actually. It was 12 monkeys! This ain't standard! (laughs) What you got? I would have rocked it, though. Yeah, I believe it. All I kept thinking was, I need a silver skirt. (laughs) <laughs> they're making a comeback are they i'm making it make a comeback making it what do you and got i have a note here something about in this time 
a lot of blonde men with very thin hair, including one of our cousins, one of our later cousins. It's all about slicking it all the yep. way back with a ponytail. And you weren't doing this biz if you had thick, wavy hair. It's all these guys with this blonde, blonde hair slicking it all the way back, which gives you the crazy super widow's peak. And that's the look you, people are cultivating? Is that what you're saying? I'm rocking kind of, it's still kind of an 80s. It's like a kind of a wings of desire thing. If he had a, if he had a, a tan trench coat, you wouldn't even say boo. Interesting. Interesting. I have this note, and I'm having difficulty deciphering it. I'm going to pull an Aaron. All right. I wrote down, honks at old lady. Do you know what that is referring to? Well, the first thing I thought of is he's going up. Uh, yes! He goes up and went beep, beep. Wasn't there something like that? What? Wasn't no. that a thing? No. No, okay, it's coming to me. When we first meet the 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 chick, the, the central female character, yes. she's driving down the street and a woman an old there's an old woman in like in her way. She grabbed her boobs? No, she's honking at her to get out of the way. She's an old woman. Forgot this. Is, leave that it's old LA, woman alone. Man. We have places to be. I Drive guess so. makes you angry. So he. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. If, if you're thinking of something else, there's no boob play in this movie. It isn't that kind of movie. <laughs> it wasn't like a boob play, but more like a Betty Hill beep beep. <laughs> Um, Julian Sands goes to some sort of psychic clairvoyant woman played by Mary Waranov, whose name the I can't from, The chick from Rock and Roll High School. Night of the Comets, Eating yeah. Raoul, the list goes on and on. I saw um, Raoul. <laughs> she, she pretends to be, or I guess she's, she's a fraud, obviously. Right. But of course, Julian Sands is able to actually get her to be a medium and summon the devil or something. Why can't um, it, it, if his his pops can send up the tornado of time travel? Yes, you, it, there's not like a shell phone shallow where you can just contact that. How are you getting your daily instructions? That's a question. So basically, this is what reveals the central plot of the movie. That's how we know why he was sent here. And what he's here to do to hunt down the because the grand grimoire, which is the what is it, the evil Bible, the anti Bible, yeah, uh, a book of spells that's supposed to have the name of Jesus. If you say it backwards, it it stops create it, it reverses creation, right? So he's there to hunt it down, and I guess that's why one of the like the chest of drawers. That were were in the apartment had like one third no, of the it was grand a table. Is that what it was? Something it was like that. Was her dining table, and it was so stupid because Julian says like hits it with a knife, and it was it already bounced practically off. But he right. continued having to. I think he was holding it down and chopping it for so it didn't just knock over. And then that's like, correct. Loose. I mean, there it's an old table. There was probably ketchup dripping on the ground someone spilled a glass of wine are you sure you even got it right i mean uh you know things are getting erased no things question it's been fully around. 
fully defiled, grease smeared all over it. Yeah, it's as as we learned in uh, what's it called Warcraft co- uh, country. You say those words wrong. Mm-mm, that ain't gonna work out for you. Warcraft country. <laughs> we read okay. We read a book called Lovecraft country. Lovecraft country. That's what I meant. <laughs> World of Warcraft country is something else. Um, it's coming soon. Exactly. So the the witch hunter <laughs> arrives on the scene. For some reason, he's wearing like a full blown like duster made out of like animal fur that he has to How wear. How can you not say this isn't a comedy? At one point, the girl sm- is sitting next to him, goes to put her head on her shoulder, smells him, and leans back and sleeps on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have deodorant back in the day. What can I say? They used a natural deodorant. That's called nothing. He, so he's here to hunt down. He's here to hunt down the the warlock Julian Sands. But there's a scene in this movie that I found shocking. Honestly, lay it on me. Lay it uh, on me. There's the little boy on the swing set, oh. and there's Julian Sands swinging next to him talking to him he's like what's that building over there he's like oh that's the church why are you not in church and the way they they speak is all very like shakespearean and flowery which i found amusing i enjoyed that he's like why are you why have you not gone hence to church he's like oh you know (laughs) oh you know i'm i was never baptized my dad didn't like the church or whatever he's like oh well you know i'm a warlock he's like really he's like you know can you do some spells he's like yes but i need i need what i'm trying to remember what he says i need the fat like, i need i'm gonna need something from you i'm gonna need to remove all the skin off your body it was a it basically was a smash cut to him saying i need something from you to here is a jar of <laughs> of fat or something that's Bubbling cooking on the grill. Can. It was like a it, hobo barbecue, heating the beans right on the barbecue. Right. He he had said, yes, off camera, thankfully, he had murdered this what eleven year old boy, yep. and and sucked all the fat out of his body and was cooking it, and he would drink and he dr- like guzzles the fat from the old <laughs> chock full of nuts can, and now he has the power of flight. Uh. Which is but, interesting because not ten minutes later he's hiding on an airplane. Well, it's hard to fly cross country. I think well, that's he didn't. He went through all that, but he never really utilized it. You see him cruising down one street. That's it. The rest of the time, he's still hoofing it or hiding in the cargo area of a plane. The geography of this movie is confusing to me. <laughs> so he. They're in LA, and that's how he finds the first. They said they're in Canyon Country, which is where I think uh, our last uh, one of our movies took place uh, with the monkeys. Oh, um, nope, nope, nope. Also Canyon Country. So then they drive, and they find themselves on the farm of a of a Mennonite man. Like how far does in LA? That's what I'm, are there a lot of Mennonites? Are they in Palmdale? Are they in Lancaster? Just where from LA did they find the Mennonite farm? This is a this important question. Because he literally says, 
uh, Redfern, the uh, the witch hunter, goes, "Are you Amish?" You guys are like, "No, I'm Mennonite." And I kept thinking, Did "We have the Amish in 16." That's so what I wrote down. I wrote down, "Weren't everybody Amish in 1691?" <laughs> right. You- uh, that's a good one. Now I gotta take you back to the seance because I do have in my notes. Hit me. Uh, crystal wiener and an orgasm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the medium was holding a like a six inch, uh, like crystal yes. wand. Yes. And a, a wand. We're calling it. All right. Okay. Well, a rod. I don't know how you a like rod? to describe. it. Yes. Okay, we're we're getting too close to comfort, and I guess when she gets possessed, the rod explodes. Is that is this what you're yes! suggesting? Is it was some like kind a of crazy perverse? Or she's holding it, then she starts her moaning, then then the 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 rod releases its energy. I guess. Okay, there we go. How's that? Uh, not too good. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'm not you made it. no notes of that. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yes. That was well then he, he plucks her eyeballs out and uses that as kind of divining rod to track down the missing pages. But again, I don't know how helpful that's gonna be if you have to travel all the way to Boston. Well, right? not only that, mysteriously when he plucked the eyeballs, the eyelids came with it. Yes. As and, they do. And then, I don't know if this is her, but d- does she b- get fangs and everything? Who's the person when, who's... G- yeah, she... Yes, the medium... And, she opens her mouth so wide, you can see the top of the appliance that they <laughs> the have fake. for her teeth. She <laughs> yes. Over and over again. I'm like, you're in a room full of people, and nobody sees that? No. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> too picture. Busy. No one notice keep rolling keep rolling they're looking at julian sands ponytail that's all it is ponytails and his intense lovely eyes (laughs) keep going um later in the movie redfern has to go on a plane and he brings like i mean this just tells you how different things were back in 92 you could literally board a plane with like a nine foot uh lightning rod strapped to your back and no one says boo you don't even know i used to fly in uh the 80s uh to my boarding school to my high school i would walk on the plane with my friend it was like going to see someone off on a cruise ship and i could sit and chit chat with them until their plane took off you could go anywhere and do anything. Back in the old days, children, people would go to these restaurants at the airport and have dinner and watch the planes take off. It was no longer. No, no longer. longer. Well, evidently, also in 1992, if you unplugged the credit card machine, they would just go like, oh, well, go ahead. You can, you can board the plane without paying. 100%. So... <laughs> Back in the old days, even before that, when I used to work retail, you just put your card in this thing and you just ran this thing across. It was like, um, it made an imprint of it. Right, of course. It was not plugged. Back in the old days, it wasn't plugged in. At least this one is more updated. Back in the old days, you had a credit card. You could just be on the run. 
Oh, right. You could just right, it was, tell, tell the monthly bill. There was no approval. You had a piece of plastic. It ran through. <laughs> I do no recall that. No one was verifying nothing. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, we didn't even talk about the fact that the main girl gets cursed. Oh so she God. wakes up the next day, and instead of being in her 20s, now she's in her 40s, allegedly. Well, she's claiming she was exactly 20. So she wake up and she's 40. So what does 40 look like? 40 means your hair is completely gray. Uh, your face is is wrinkled and cracked. Yep. And she can, she's walking like she has a, a fractured pelvis. That's correct. Like sunken because eye sockets. In Hollywood, you might as well be dead. You might as well be dead. Hundred so percent. Every twenty-four hours, she ages twenty years. So by the time she gets to sixty, she's ready to, to put a, a bullet through her head because no one can live through that. It was so ridiculous. She's sixty <laughs> years old, and she's chasing the train, but she's moving like she's hundred and two. I mean, she, she can barely running like Forrest Gump before he kicks off his leg braces. <laughs> she can barely put one foot in front of the other. For God's sake. It was Kaiser Soze right at the end of the usual suspects. It was like, sweet (laughs) Jesus. What is what is happening? But when she was 40 and her hair was like in in 20 years, her hair had gone all the way down like she was Crystal Gale. And it was just Crystal Gale. She was was decrepit. That was the best. (laughs) Frankly, I was offended. I was like, how dare you with this caricature? I might as well be dead. Just kill me now. Leave me. Don't look at me. I'm a hideous freak. I'm a monster. (laughs) Good times. Was this a Weinstein production too? It might might as well have been, for goodness sakes. What else you got? What's in her mouth? Oh, right. Okay. For some reason, and I was falling asleep at this point. They take old pennies and put them in their mouths. Cause I, I was supposed to like ward off the, the spirits from the, from Julian Sands. So she's delivering lines with these pennies. Why would he leave what page behind? Even could- one page. They were like hanging off the side of her lips. Yes. And there was a continuity issue because later on she puts the pennies in her mouth to ward off evil. But early it was like she had them earlier than she didn't have them. Then she's has them, but she's explaining it. Yes. But I kept thinking, is the whole appliance just falling out now? Is that what's next? It could be. Who's to say? And then she was walking around with nails. Because you don't have pockets when you're 40? Is that the other thing? I got to put like eight nails so they're all sticking out of my lips like a porcupine while I'm running? That's correct. Well, Redford was dealing with the the Mennonite gentleman whose eyes were bleeding because he made eye contact with Julian Sands. What do you want me to do for you, dude? Don't stare at a warlock. Did someone have to tell you that? Don't do it, brother. So he go to my class tomorrow and say, dude, Everyone knows. Raise your hand if you don't know you're not supposed to stare at a warlock. And then we're just oh. going to wait for parent phone calls. Frankly, don't stare at Julian <laughs> Sands just to be safe for it. And quite frankly, don't make eye contact with me. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. 
Absolutely. Uh, well, he'd given her nails and, and, a, and a holy hammer because evidently when, when warlocks are running on beach sand, if you take a nail and pound it into the footprint, that I guess causes some pain to, to a warlock's foot. It's hard to know what, what the story is. Do all warlocks have to run around like I dream a genie and be barefoot? It is. Because at one point he holds a board over his uh, his feet and then the, it stops working. So she shoves it through his head hole. But uh, <laughs> so if he was just wearing shoes, he'd be, uh, you know, I don't know. Nobody Nothing knows. Him. There's a lot of this kind of mumbo jumbo that's kind of given to us with no explanation. Just <laughs> There's no build up. They're like, oh, yeah, do this. This is this does something. Go go uh, hammer nails into into the sand. Maybe you're just telling her to leave them alone. For all I know, yeah, go pound sand. Go go shake like the femur of uh, Winona Ryder from the Crucible at her. Winona Ryder's still alive, so. But she would have been dead from the Crucible to now. I know yeah. Winona Ryder's still. Alive. Poor Winona Ryder. Um. Oh, sweet Jesus. You gotta stay, like some people, you got to stay in your own lane, man. That's all I got to say. You do? I, I like Winona Ryder, by the way. In what? In, in, every, in, in everything she does. In, especially in the Crucible. In the crucible. <laughs> especially, especially the Crucible. I, I can't imagine Daniel Day-Lewis, like, in a scene with her, just looking at her with the words that were coming out of his mouth. He must have been just scratching his head. I often wonder if he'd like pull her aside. You might want to try it this way, but in this crazy Irish accent. <laughs> or did he just like have just like an entire interior monologue going in his head going, Daniel, don't freak out. This is good. He was already freaking money. out. Well, it caused problems because I guess later during the filming of The Crucible, I don't know why we're talking about this. He, I guess he, because he was so so much of a method actor, he was like smacking her around for real. He got fed up with her shit, man. <laughs> it's possible. We don't Get recommend your that. accent together! Take an acting class, damn it. <laughs> we didn't even, we zipped by, okay, when, when you, Julie, <laughs> go ahead. If that happened to me, even on set, Somebody's gonna get a kick. That's all. Absolutely. I, I don't give a damn what method. Speak a little too. Or I'm like, it's, it's it's going on. It'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I cut you. I cut <laughs> you. Absolutely. I'll have those special boots where the little knife comes out of the toe. See, like a like James that. Bond, and just start poking people. Lewis, you and me, mano a mano. I'm kicking your little Irish ass. We, Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day is what we call him. <laughs> uh, we skipped over the part when the, when he's talking, when Julian Sands goes to talk to the medium. And she says, I charge more for grope sessions. I mean, group sessions, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she's in grope session. What does she do? <laughs> she, char- she does charge extra for that, though. I, I think she's with Jesus, but... What a character oh. actress. She's in, she was in everything. Absolutely. Any other? Rock and roll high school. <laughs> rock and roll high school. Oh, did you notice at the end that yes. while they're acting, like a tombstone just randomly fell over in the background? <laughs> yes. It was like an Ed Wood production. I from outer space. 
I was like, what the hell? It's a clear, it's a clear shot. Oh, it's ridiculous. You guys can call cut and then reset and let's try let's that try again. That one no? more time. It wasn't like it was a scene where everybody was crying. It wasn't fucking, uh, so the crucible voice and, and right at the pinnacle, like, I don't know what, one of the gallows fell over. Hey, sorry. We're going to have to take a five. No tears. No, Set it's just a random down. scene. And like, it just, she's just fallen over in the background. <laughs> That's quality. Quality. Ah, yes. Shall we go behind the scenes for God's sakes? And I will tell you one more thing. Yes. How come Redfern just didn't stay. I don't know if he could. Remember, he's not casting spells, right? He's there. The warlock. War, because he grabbed, he like jumped into the, the hole chasing the, the warlock. Well, so I think I when know. the spell was over, he just got summoned back. So it's very sad. So their love. Thing. Our yeah. love could be pure and fresh and uh, of the ages, but I'm not going back to 16, whatever. Oh, hell no. Little brother's going to have to learn to adapt. Absolutely. Right. They had they had it's not discovered not antibiotics. Ordinary love. No. <laughs> the Sade, <laughs> the Marquis de Sade. Um, shall we go behind the scenes for God's sakes? Let's do it. The scene where the warlock flies out of the cargo compartment on the airplane took several takes. The actor couldn't easily open the cargo door. <laughs> So they actually had to hire an airline employee to do it. So there you go. Um, the original screenplay uh, was about a good-natured warlock who was persecuted in the past and then came to the present and found that he was still persecuted. And they're like, this script sucks. So they started from scratch, and that's when we came up with warlock as we know it today i i would be curious to see that and then and then redfern's just kind of a dick who's still persecuted he's a persecutor it's not absolutely my fault i had to drink the baby's blood i had places to go we don't have cars <laughs> they I do gotta not fly. it's your fault for not getting your baby baptized that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. um when julian sands re received the script he assumed it was in the mold of the then popular slasher movies so it sat around a while before he actually got around to reading it. However, uh -oh. once he read it, he was captivated and quickly became excited about the film. He's like, I, I was in room with a view and now I'm the warlock. <laughs> Is that a lateral move? Sure. I'm not sure. How. I'm not sure how you make that kind of a jump. Well, it's basically, uh, I got bills to pay. That's how you make that kind of jump. It's true. It's true. But uh, unfortunately, once he made that jump, he really never crawled back. He never crawled back. It's very sad. Uh, Julian Sands was originally considered for the part of the witch hunter, Redfern. And Richard E. Grant too. was going to play the warlock. But they decided to play them against type because Julian Sands doesn't typically play these kind of villainous characters. No, he so does not. Um, the fate of the unbaptized male child was intended to be shown 
but was ultimately deemed to be too gruesome. What do you mean show? Like they're going to just be like peeling it off and then wringing them out like a lemon? What, what were they yes. going to show? That's what they were going to show. <laughs> this isn't the hitcher. <laughs> it's, it's the baseball boy. It's the baseball boy. Very sad. Uh, let's see. On the wall in Cassandra with a K. That was her name. Cassandra yeah. with a K. I love how they just kept calling her Cassandra with a K. Uh, in on the wall in Cassandra's house hangs Gladys, Phoebe's scary woman coming out of the frame painting from Friends. So there I you go. Didn't, didn't see that it. Didn't see doesn't it. Doesn't mean anything to you. Very sad. No. Uh, let's see. Ooh, this is kind of a sad story. In 1995, in Saskatoon, Canada, okay. a teenager and unnamed accomplice. Uh-oh. murdered a child to drink their the fat to fly like Julian Sands. Oh my god. This is like uh, the Slenderman situation going on Absolutely. Here. And I'm guessing it didn't work. Did not work and he was found not guilty by reason of insanity and he's in the security so. regional Yikes. psychiatric center in Saskatoon. Eesh. Dude, I went to high school with a dude from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Do you remember him? It's the same person. Same. I mean, who's the George Genero? All right. That's him. Hopefully it's not you. Sweet Jesus. Um, Kids, these are called movies. Okay. This isn't, this isn't a documentary. It's not a cookbook. This is not, uh, none of these. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Um, Shall we talk about the cast and crew for goodness sake? On that gruesome note. Uh, let's see. The movie was directed by Steve Miner, who has done quite a few of the movies that we've done on this show. I bet. He, he directed House, All right. Warlock, yes. Halloween, H2O, oh, several episodes of The Wonder Years with Red Savage. <laughs> he also directed Friday the 13th Part 2 and Part 3. What? All sorts of good stuff. Yep. So now is this a personal favorite of yours now? Absolutely. The writer, David Toohey, uh, you know him. He wrote the screenplay for The Fugitive, for Pitch Black, for G.I. Jane. I will for... tell you, I did see Pitch Black and, and enjoyed it. That's where I discovered Vin Diesel. Pitch Black is quite good. We might have to it's do that on the show at some point. I was point. like, I need to see more of this Vin Diesel character. <laughs> Julian, okay, let's talk about the cast. Julian Sands played Warlock. No yes. other name, evidently. You it's know Joe. him. Joe the Warlock. He was Joe the Warlock. He was in A Room with a View. Yeah. Warlock, Naked Lunch, and the Jackie Chan film, The Medallion. So oh, it all comes full circle. It does. And you forgot Impromptu. And arachnophobia. I I think Mandy Patinkin is impromptu also. Good old Mandy. Laurie Singer played Cassandra with a K. She was dynamite. You know her as Ariel from Footloose. That's literally what I know her from. She was the the female lead in Footloose. Never saw it. She was in Shortcuts. Nope. She was in something called Maya Maxima something or other. Maya Culpa. I no. I one thing I know about Laurie Singer is her brother is Mark Singer, 
who was the Beastmaster. He was in V, the final battle, all those. You don't remember anything. What is your problem? I I didn't have a TV for part of the 80s. Okay. I remember going away to college and I realized there was no television. And I was was just getting into V because Freddy Krueger was in V. Well, he we didn't he wasn't Freddy Krueger yet. He became Freddy Krueger after V. So there you really? go. How did I yep. know him then? I don't know. All right. Anyway, Richard, he was in the series. Yes, Robert he was. England. Richard E. Grant played Red Fern. You know him from Gosford Park. Yes. He was in, he was in Hudson Hawk. No. With Nail and I. He no. was in Can You Ever Forgive Me from a couple he years won- ago. He was nominated for an Academy Award for that. I believe he was actually one of the, he was uh, in Doctor Who. He yes. was in Bram Stoker's Dracula yes. with Keanu and Winona. Uh, more Winona. All sorts of good stuff. Uh, Mary Woronov. I don't know why I cannot pronounce her last name, no matter what I do. She played the Channeler. You know her. From Eating Raul, Death Race 2000, Night of the Comet, and Rock and Roll High School. Rock, 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 rock and roll high school. Riff Randall. I wish Riff I had Randall. a child or a pet. I would name them Riff Randall. As you should. Do you want to know about any other cast members? I don't think there's anybody else. I'm not sure there mention. are any other cast members. Uh, Brandon Call played Little Boy. And? You, you know him from Jagged Edge. Blind Ooh. Fury. Oh, Warlock. I saw that. Absolutely. And for seven years, he was on Step by Step with Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers. Hey, so he had a whole thing. I thought you yeah. were going to tell me that he's like a televangelist or something. And now he's a televangelist. And now he's a televangelist with the kid from whatever, Full House or Empty House or whatever. Yes, the, full, the kid from Full House slash Empty House. You know him, don't you? Um, let's talk about the ratings, shall we? Mm. Warlock currently 53% rotten. I think I think that's a little strong. A little little strong. Do you know what the audience I, gave it? A 72. 48. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad, sad situation. Um, I mean, it, to see. me, it held. It still held up a little bit better than, like I said, the Great Highlander debacle. When I was, I remember, I just remember being in college, going, "This may be the greatest movie ever." <laughs> yeah, that, that I may is, have been drinking. You may have been. Um, I'm looking at top critics, and there are a couple top critics, but they just gave scores. They don't actually have their reviews, so that's not very interesting to talk about. Especially if they have uh, no names. If it's if it's Jimmy McNichol from uh, the Jimmy uh, Mc, Mc Christie's older brother. Yes, if he was Jimmy McNichol from like the Des, Isn't that Des somebody Petty Saver, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, why don't you give me your give me your rating? G. I haven't. I, I okay. I like I said, there were parts I was a little bored with. Yes. Uh, I mean, we're really doing this because 
we're we're Julian Sands is out there. He's missing, and I feel sad. It makes me feel a little bit sad. So because I have seen so many of his movies in my my younger days. So because of that, I'm going to give this movie more grace than if it, this was just a random Wednesday and and you nominated this. I, I might have <laughs> okay. more, more, more prejudice and rage. Yes. But there were parts of it that were kind of funny. There were some weird parts. Yes. Um, I think it's ripe for a remake. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to give it a pity three out of five long tongue kisses with Julian Sands where he may or may not bite my tongue off. Interesting. 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 Okay. Oh, you know what? There was one more, (laughs) one more (laughs) bit of uh, trivia. I forgot to mention they had created a bunch of appliances to make Laurie Singer look older at 40 and even older at 60, but she refused to wear them. Because that's why <laughs> that's why at 40 <laughs> it was just a lot of like let's give her just some eye makeup and call it a day what do you think oh Good are time. you kidding me she was totally like gray and cracked and her and her hair was like <laughs> gunmetal gray at 40 that is true that is true um i'm gonna give it uh let's say three out of five <laughs> Uh, eyeballs scooped out of Mary Warner. So, so there you go. We're we're agreeing, actually. Yes, we agree. And I guess I guess her scene with the eyeball scooping that scene was supposed to be more gruesome as well. Like this movie was much more gruesome. I, I love it. It was going to be a wacky comedy, and then they're like, "Oh no, we need to see him skinning the baby." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, it is. Look, it is inoffensive. Um, it has the performances are quite good, I would argue. Uh, everybody's a professional actor. Everybody's a professional actor. Absolutely. It's but you're right. It kind of feels um, low stakes oftentimes, and I have to say, it's like Julian Sands when he's like conjuring like the fire or whatever was clearly like animation. It was like cartoons is what it looked like from Saturday morning. But it's it's fine. It's it's you know, if it's on, maybe I'll watch it, maybe there's I won't. No nudity. There nope. is no on screen well, there is a finger that gets chopped off. Besides a finger getting chopped off, there's really not that much violence. No, there isn't. You see a lot of you know, there's a tongue, there's a, you know, <laughs> the fat of an unbaptized uh, child cooking on the grill. But other than that, good for the whole family. I was wondering what that tasted like. Would it be just like like having some Crisco and then you're just drinking it? Some manteca instead of making your tamales? You're just going to... I'm just going to have some sips on this, Grandma, if you don't mind. It's like sipping bacon fat. How's that, how's that grab you? Sweet Jesus. So... Thank you very much. But it might come right back. It might come right back up. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at the podcast TWDie. We're on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Aaron, are we on Insta and TikTok? We're on the Ticker Talker. And kids, let me tell you, Ticker Talker is crack. I cannot 
tell you. If you don't know, I don't know how people do anything else in the day, but just see what the hell. I don't even watch a 30-second video because I already have to click to see what's next. What's next? Is there a bot fly? Is the next video going to be someone getting their zit squeeze? Is the oh, next no. one someone dressing in an outfit from the 1930s? And this is the the, the cummerbund we wear. It's every, every video is something weirder and stranger with the most annoying music playing over whatever the hell is going on. Aaron, no videos. A Chinese man who was sleeping on uh, like a brick bed where you light a fire underneath it, but the smoke was coming up. So he filled it with dirt. I don't know what's happening. Maybe the government should step in. No video can be as disturbing and upsetting as your videos that you're putting (laughs) out there. Frankly, sweet. I like the test, the filters out. Did you like the McDonald's filter? That's what I mean. Terrifying. has nothing to do with anything, but it's upsetting me. It was upsetting also. And I finally learned how to turn the music off because there's also horrifying uh, Chinese music that plays over all of these things unless you turn it off. But anyway, we're on TikTok. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. We are, in fact, on the Instagram. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. And you said we're on Twitter. And I had to turn off all notifications for Twitter now because all I get are notifications from Elon Musk and people I don't even follow. That's all I get. I'm not even following you, Elon Musk. So why is my phone at break suddenly all these these Twitter notifications? It's it's madness. It's madness. Nobody you can follow it. You can also email us at the I'm podcast the that wouldn't die at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So don't forget to like, share, rate, and review. Are we on Won't good pods? You? Say what? Are we on good pods? Yes. Are we on SoundCloud? <laughs> you're, it's like you're looking for one we're not on. No, <laughs> we're not on SoundCloud. It could be. How Anything's possible. we don't possible. have a Patreon account? And how come... Uh, have you noticed that other more successful podcasts... You can't listen to them anymore. They're all subscriptions now. The ones I listen to, I can listen to for free. Well, I listen as I am a more sophisticated person. All of mine have now gone to full subscription. Well, then don't listen to them anymore. But it's Aaron (laughs) Mankey's lore. I love lore. Very upsetting. They got to pay their bills, too. Aaron Mankey. What What is your personal social media following there, Aaron? I've got so much media. Uh, well, I'll have you know that I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. Aaron loves a good cult. I am on the Facebook. I am also don't feed the pigeons on the Insta. And then I have personal artsy fartsy accounts. I'm on first dibs and what is the other thing i'm on oh uh artsy i'm on artsy <laughs> soon i will also be on other sources but i gotta get my shit together dynamite enough, enough said sir next i week, said good day sir i said good day <laughs>
<laughs> Next week, we'll be discussing the horror classic Congo, where, you know, there's monkeys that are attacking people in, in the jungle. So good times. We, kids, we were just <laughs> on a podcast. How come you didn't nominate this on the other podcast? Because that no wasn't, it's not, an, it's not an 80s action film and not a Bruce Lee movie. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> it stars Laura Linney, Jodon Baker, Bruce Campbell, uh, Ernie Hudson, Tim Curry. The list goes on and on. Tim Curry said, it. in my mind, this is some kind of gorillas fighting Bruce Lee kind of a situation. Will gorillas, in fact, be doing some ninja biz? Hey, who's to say? You'll just have to wait and find out. Tune in. Well, it's on people's lips. They might. They're gorillas, gorilla-ish creatures. Right, so right. Um, you can watch it on Pluto TV with ads. Otherwise, you might have to, you know, pay a little extra for Sans ads, if you will. Can I buy this? Can I buy the original VHS on the Amazon or what? You probably can. I don't know why you'd be so inclined to do so, though. There's a lot of things you can do, but why would you? Send in your favorite scenes, favorite quotes, comments, and questions, and we may just talk about them on the show. So good times had by all. All right. So thank you very much, and be well. Be well, children. Don't take the fentanyl. 